2: We are so excited to talk to Sophia Carvella and Fong Ireland today, the founders of Weekend Nation, the clothing brand defined by their comfort-gone stylish aesthetic and classic silhouettes with a twist that could be dressed up or down or anything in between. Sophia was born in Athens, Greece, and worked as a stylist for the legendary Pat Field on the iconic shows Sex in the City and Younger, And Fong graduated from Duke University and Columbia Business School and has worked for major brands like Victoria's Secret, Aerie, and American Eagle. And most recently, she launched an e-commerce business for the media brand, Scary Mommy. Tina and I were lucky enough to meet Fong at their pop-up shop here in New York, and we just fell in love with her, and we cannot wait to meet Sophia today. If you follow us on Instagram, you have probably seen us in their all-day PJs matching sets and their power tees. We cannot get enough of this brand, and we know after listening to these gals talk, you're just going to want to get on their website and buy everything. So please welcome
0: Sophia and Fong.
1: Hi, hello. Fong.
0: Hi, how are you guys?
1: So good. Good, how are you?
0: I'm doing well, thank you. Excited to uh, talk tonight. I know we're so
1: excited to have you here. So
2: excited. Hello. Hello. Hi, Sophia. Okay, so Fong, as I was doing my research, I discovered you and I have a lot in common. I am also from St. Louis. What?
0: Uh Yeah. And
2: my dad also started a restaurant
0: in St. Louis. Yes. Amazing. Where? Yes. What kind of restaurant? He.
2: It was. It was called the Pasta House Company. It's an Italian restaurant. Of
0: course I know the Pasta House. I actually was really upset because I didn't wasn't able to get to a pasta house this last time I was there because I wanted like that salad and I wanted some toasted ravioli. That's amazing.
2: Oh my gosh. That's so funny. So you grew, okay, so you were born in Vietnam. You moved, did you move right to St. Louis when you were three?
0: Um. Well, I, yeah, I was um, a refugee. So we like moved from Vietnam to Hong Kong to a refugee camp and then moved to Oklahoma where um, a couple of my aunts were living and trying to figure stuff out. And then we moved into we moved to St. Louis because my dad's cousin like had a house there. We lived in his basement, um, and then wow. the kind of like my my parents opened like they worked in different restaurants in the St. Louis area, and then opened their own restaurant when I was like seven or eight and they still want it my dad's like in his 80s wow oh my
2: gosh. <laughs> okay so wait where is your family's restaurant it's in
0: university city like on olive it, it yeah
2: is, mm-hmm. i feel like i've probably been to it oh i'm so, sure where, where did you grow up i'm sure i grew up like near ladue oh cool yeah i mean
1: we're like right there my parents live in Olive. yeah yeah oh my gosh <laughs> this is hilarious small world. that's amazing well, that's so and funny. sophia you were born in greece right and to also entrepreneurial parents Is that right? They started They their own business or they or they went through the actors. Yes. So can you guys can you tell us a little bit about that and how how that affected your work ethic today growing up with with parents? So
3: my mother is, as we speak, uh, performing still with my son holding her hand in uh, holding her hand because they're (laughs) dancing, not because she's, you know, she needs assistance being held up. uh, They're more than that. I actually grew up in a, in a in a star sort of struck situation. They were very famous when I was born, which made it very hard for me to, for the longest time, um, find myself. Um, like a lot of kids of famous parents, sort of, and I've connected with a few over that. It's it can kind of mess mess up a little bit of the reality aspect. You kind of think that, you know, this is norm and I need that right immediately. Right. It kind of like it's it can be very troubling and and kind of painful to 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 not be as talented. Right. Because they're both artists so in the sense of though you know it was very kind of troubling to me because i i had the same kind of ambition growing up and watching them be so uh obsessed with what they did and and succeed so beautifully but still kind of saw what it takes and that's been a huge part of my of my journey and perhaps my dna um because i you know even though i don't have a voice and i try to act it never worked out for me I came to New York to study acting when I was like 17. Um, I, I was able to uh, find what I loved and I knew I needed that. I needed something to fall in love with in my life. Otherwise, I couldn't really see myself doing it. You know, it's hard enough. So, yeah, I mean, that that was a big part of think of my journey. And, and, and you know, early enough kind of knowing that um, I really wanted to do something of my own. I really don't like working for other people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we don't need it we, we feel the same <laughs> Not my thing. Uh,
3: I did it though for the longest time and I had beautiful experiences and learned so much but I mean you know I was always kind of aiming for what this is now
2: right okay so we have to touch on you worked for the legendary Patricia Fields on Sex in the City
3: two missed calls from her right now and I'm like
2: oh my oh god, my god. <laughs> So crazy. And you were really, really young. So can you kind of tell us how that came to be?
3: Um, I (laughs) was, my mother knew her, but Patricia is not the kind of person that does favors. She takes pride in that actually. And I love that about her. Um, To which uh, I kind of requested that I start working and she declined kindly, politely. I pushed enough and eventually I think she just kind of like let me hang around as an intern and, and asked me to just watch and learn and bring coffee and. Um, it was very sex in the city kind of moments and very devil wears product when I would, I would like, you know, use that belt and everyone would like stare at me like, what? It was, it was funny, yeah, because I mean, I was like, oh, I, I, I can do this, you know. So working with her was one of the most uh, amazing experiences. It, it's literally how I started and, and learned from her, a very hard worker, very creative, fearless, uh, which is something that I really appreciate. It wasn't about whether it's right or wrong. It's like, do I like it? Can I back it? Um, and I basically, after I worked, I think it was about six months, and I was assisting her on shoots. And then I was working at her store uh, as a sales girl. I was very good selling stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm sure yes, you, yes, you were.
3: She asked me to to help with Sex on City. And that's when it all started kind of like coming together.
2: Wow. That's- and so young. So you've had such a long career, which is. So incredible. Yeah, that's amazing.
1: Now, how did the two of you, can you talk us through about how the two of you met um, you were set up right on a, on a coffee date. Is that right? Like a coffee That's friendship right. date. Can you talk us uh, to us about that? What that was like and what made you both realize that you'd be good business partners?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think we were both kind of, you know, at a place in our careers where we were looking for something else and, you know, we were networking. I was having conversations with like all different entrepreneurs and, you know, getting their advice. And, um, we got set up individually with the group who's now our investor and they met us separately and said, and they thought that we would, you know, work well together, but they wanted to see how, you know, it would really work out. So they set us up on a coffee date. And, you know, I, of course, like, you know, I looked Sophia up and then you're like, oh, great. You know, <laughs> Instagram or like, what are we going to have in common? And we show up at this coffee shop and, you know, we kind of both talked about, like, just got to know each other, just like talked about ourselves and then what we thought this brand could be and, you know, our um, ideas for it. We both came from it from like, a really different points of view. Like, I feel like we're very different um, in the way that we think and like our backgrounds. But I think we have so much in common, you know, I, I think the work ethic um, is definitely one of, one of them, right? Sophia, yeah, we, we both kind of have it from different, like the different ways that we we grew up, but like it's something that really binds us. You know, I think the fact that we're both moms, the, that the fact that we both like that, I think that really kind of binds us a lot in a way that, you know, it's not so obvious when you're working, but um, but it, it really does. And I think we kind of felt like from the beginning, like there was something there. And I remember we were, you know, at the very end, like Sophia goes, Well, so do you want to do this? And I was like, Yeah, sure, why not? And then yeah, that's how, you know, it all got started and then and we just like didn't stop from that point I mean we stopped because of COVID
2: <laughs> and all the right. things that happened
0: then but um you know it just was like yeah. in the head.
2: Wow. it seems like you are good at different things which is the dream like it seems like, lifelong you've had more of a corporate background and it seems like Sophia you're creative you've been freelancing can you kind of talk about your partnership working style a little bit and how you complement each other
3: yeah, of course. Uh, as you said, I think the different strengths there, but the same point of view and, and ultimately uh, goal is what can make um, I think anything work. You know, um, I think it's the fact that we're able to agree from the very, very beginning that our main mission here is to make people feel really good in their skin. So. You know, I think there's different ways and avenues in which we've both explored and feel about that particular concept, but ultimately, you know, we are people that deeply care about what our customer is going to experience and the kind of message that we want to put out there. So creatively on my end, it's about, you know, bringing in that injection of style to something that we like to call, you know, comfort, right? But what that means in in our brand and we both agree so it's like we're both working towards this main kind of core which is make sure that the people that are you know associated or come 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 in contact or or learn or hear or love the brand like just remember that this is a brand that's like promoting that freedom of self-judgment as much as possible you know and adding that sense of life is messy you know and agreeing on those things is like how we start then designing it doesn't start from oh let's make a t-shirt because it's cool it's like we want to make a t-shirt right that simplifies someone's life because it's tucked and rolled in a way where we feel like it's going to make your shoulders feel you know elevated and you're going to feel good in it and it's comfortable and it's organic cotton and you know there's in ways in which it's going to help you feel great going out there into the world so it's like Everything that we do has a mission around it. And the fact that we agree on that mission is what makes it move forward, right? That's kind of
1: the way it works. Oh, I love that. I love what you're saying about that. I'm wearing the power tee right now. I love it. I, um... We watched your. There, you have a few little episodes on YouTube. Um, yes. The uh, Shopify Plus. Yes, and I love the the part where you're talking about how when you're styling people, when you're styling, it, it's always you know a tuck here or a roll here to really style it up, and and how when you were designing these clothes, it was like let's already let's take that guesswork out for the consumer and and have it done for them, and that's what I love about the Power T is that like it's already it's cool because I I never wore T-shirts because I didn't know how to style them. This one I'm like nope great. I just throw it on and I'm styled.
2: And I love with the match, the all day PJ set, you guys have that little built-in bra underneath it, because that's what I would go looking for. If I were just buying that by itself, I would go looking for something like a little mini tank to put under it in case, cause I'm not the person when I like raise my arms, I want like my bra show. You know what I mean? Like it's perfect. And it is, there are these cool, comfy clothes that are styled in a way for you that really only a stylist Could think about. Um, Okay, I wanna know what happens in your partnership. How do you handle the times when you disagree? How do you guys work through that?
0: I mean, I think there there are different ways that we've worked through it, right? It happens. Um, I think you know, at, towards the beginning when we were just getting to know each other, it's really hard, right? Because you don't, you know, like we're trying to assess like what's her personality, what's her skill set, like what what makes her tick. And so you know, I think that we've had like a lot of kind of ups and downs as we've gotten to know each other. But I think that as we've gotten to know each other and really understood like what you know pushes each other's buttons, what gets each other. Excited, excited what gets each other inspired um, I think it's become you know a lot easier you know, um, I think the day to day becomes a lot easier, I think, but there are also like a lot of like external factors that make things like hard sometimes, right? Like it's like, if business isn't great or if, you know, like we had a tough meeting or whatever, I feel like, you know, it's almost like a marriage where you're just kind of, kind of getting through, um, ups and downs together, you know, and helping each other through it. And, you know, a lot of times when you look back at at, at times where you know, oh my God, I cannot believe that like we didn't talk for you know three days because we were so mad at each other. But but at the after that, like we got so much closer. Like it's it's really unlike any other relationship that I've had. In that, um, you know, you're you're stuck together. Like you're you're in it, right? Like a marriage. I mean, it's it's kind of like a marriage, but it's like um, it really kind of makes you work through things and make make sure that like you know. Whether or not, like, if things aren't working or things aren't right, like you, 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 I'm, you were very proactive about kind of fixing it because it's essential to the way that we run the business.
1: Yeah, and it's, and you- you're
0: both mothers,
1: and you also have this this child of of Weekend Nation together. So I can see sure. how that would feel sort of like this is your your baby together, and you want to work together to make it the best best child it can be.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you don't want, you know, the child to have parents who fight all the time.
2: Right. Right. Exactly. And I mean, oh, my gosh, Tina and I know that we talk all day, every day. And we've had times where we disagree and I've had to have hard conversations. It's tricky, but I feel the exact same. If you can push through, then it becomes a better relationship, a better working relationship yeah. and you get closer. So you guys were launching right as COVID was hitting. And I will also, I highly recommend this Shopify Plus three-part YouTube series. It's it's so so interesting. I really (laughs) loved it. But I was watching you guys. So I worked as a fit model for years, and I was watching you guys trying to do these virtual fittings, and I was so frustrated for you. Like I can't imagine trying to get something off the ground for the first time and not being able to be in the room. And I just, but you guys, you persevered. You're you're everywhere now and you're popping up on Instagram and you're, and people really love you. And only because you really stuck through that time and had to have so much patience. And I'd love for you guys to kind of walk us through how you dealt with that crisis and that stress and kind of came out on top.
3: That's a tough one because um, we didn't stick to that plan. I, I- lost my mind um and started screaming and said we're no longer doing one more like we're gonna i don't know whatever someone wears seven masks at this point and we're gonna do it in person so um but at the beginning yes we did do that and it was frustrating i think that it always it just keeps on going back to the same thing for me and 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 i want to kind of keep putting it out there it's like they have the saying there's a will there's a way you know what what seems on the outside like oh my god to us it's like hell yeah you know it's like it doesn't because again the goal is what to put this brand out there and connect with people and make them feel great so whether that is like powering through this like idea of virtual fittings i mean i remember we had to do our campaign uh and it was like January 5th. I remember it was the day after my son's birthday and I had some kids over and I was like, okay, maybe I got COVID from like the five-year-olds and then we're going to get tested tomorrow because like, you know, it was twilight zone. And every every time we've had to do a campaign, like remember Fong, we had like the blizzard and I was running with my husband driving me. We were looking for like skates. It was, you know, it doesn't end. The thing is, it's not just that moment of like, even if it were not for COVID jurisdictions, I can promise you it would be just as chaotic because it doesn't, you know, it's hell in any way. you Look at it and, and beautiful at the same time, right? But I think that that's kind of where it was. It's like, it's never pretty. I mean, unless someone else is doing it for you and you have the luxury to, again, not be in it. But I think when you're in it and, and kind of raising something from the ground up, come COVID or come not, it's it's never, 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 never easy.
2: And for anyone who doesn't know, can you kind of talk about what it is to be a stylist? Because I think that people think it's very glam and you're just trying on clothes. But like walk us through like what is so important about having an in-person fitting for your brand, for the details? Um, can you just to speak to anyone who might not know kind of the inner workings about um, this works?
3: Fitting is, is, is essentially to really understand how the garment falls on the body to connect with the actual person wearing it in that moment in that room and understand what it is about it that works or doesn't right so i think what's interesting in our process at weekend nation we're not designing it's, there's a lot of intention behind everything that we do and every garment that we put out there so uh if it's not functional if it doesn't feel right if it doesn't fit well you know if i want feathers coming out of the you know the shoulders it might be a very creative point of view for another company but we are all about functionality and ease right and what's what we're trying to say here also is like in those fittings we want to kind of make sure that that person is feeling that message right so if the garment if fong and i love the garment right it's so cool it's so fashionable and the person is like uh, we had the moment where he was like i like this jumpsuit and the girl is leaning over she's like i feel like i'm exposed and i'm like well it looks great and I remember Fong sent me a message She's like, that was inappropriate. Like, you have to listen to what people want. Like, we're not, you know, we care, right? That's what we are. And I was like, you know what, I fought about it and I kind of fought back and I said, well, at the same time, I'm the creative director and I think that it looks great lower. You know, it's like, well, wait a minute because we, ca- that, that is a very essential process in understanding how that fits on real women. And we fit, you know, on women with curves on, on you know from small to double extra large for that reason. Because we want to make sure that our clothes fit well on all body types you know I have a very narrow body things fall on me it's different right I that's not kind of what we're going for here real women real bodies you know real living so yeah it's it's kind of like that is it yes we have a creative process and understanding and Fong is always very uh supportive and and, and, you know, loves what I create and, and, you know, her merchant eye is always sort of on top, but it's very, it's very easygoing, that part. Once we get into that fitting room is where it goes back to that process of like, you know, the weekend nationer is like the person that we want them to hold on to their comfort out as they do their living. And that's part of, it's the number one thing, really.
0: It's kind of the, the combination of like, both of our skill sets right like it's like obviously it has to look really good right like but there are a lot of things you can make look good in a photo in a video in you know which is what we were seeing over zoom but it's like our clothes are about like this like tactile feeling like this like soft like incredibly soft buttery fabrics just the way that it fits the way that it makes the person feel that's the part that for us in doing these zoom fittings was like impossible to understand and that was that's like half of the the whole of, of the of the product right that's like the, the, a very important half and so that was the part that was like it was, it was just you know impossible to do which is why we um you know we had to launch late we weren't going to you know settle for something that looked good but we didn't know like how how it felt and so we decided to you know make make some hard decisions and push push the launch back to get it absolutely perfect good for you
1: yeah yeah, really smart move. We um bef- before you joined us today, Sophia, we were talking with Fong a bit about the experience of uh, we because Alex and I went to visit the pop up store um a few weeks ago and we just loved it. We had the best time, but we but Fong was telling us about how it was. It's more than just clothes. It's more than just putting a t shirt on. It's an experience and an attitude and a a vibe, and you really do get that whole experience from. From the moment you walk into the store or get online and go to the website, and you really feel happier, <laughs> you know, looking at these these pieces and wearing these and pieces.
2: And we're so also really grateful. Something else we've talked about with you guys is the sizing. So, Tina and I are yes. both really tall. We're five, nine, and we're size 10, 12. And a lot of times, certain brands, like their extra large will be a 10, or their extra large will be a 10, 12. And I always think, like, if someone is a size bigger than me, like, where are they shopping? Like, where are they <laughs> buying their clothes? Yeah. And I I love, I just love your sizing scale. I think it's great. I think it's very inclusive.
3: Yes, we agree. We did it.
0: Yeah. And then um, we also, you know, really we else. fit it on, like, three different body types. We fit it on, like, a small a large and a double XL so that it's not just the grading up because people, you know, it's not like, because when you go from a small to an XL, it's not just like 30% bigger, right? Like it's not like you don't have 30% longer arms or like 30% wider, you know, it's just, and so fitting it on real people, I think we're still not happy with like what, like, and we still want to do more and we still want to communicate more about our fit and all the different body types that we fit. Um, to our customers. So we're still exploring different ways that we can do that because it's so important. It's so important. Yes.
1: And I love that that conversation is living and it's still, it's still happening. It's not like, okay, great. We've decided on it and we're done. Right. Right. right.
0: Yeah. No, never. We're never done. Right. Sophia? Never done. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Pete's few things start your day better than a good coffee that's why Pete's hand roasts their coffee from a specific selection of high quality beans and they don't just put those beans into anyone's hands Pete's trains their roasters for 10,000 hours so they can master the roast that gives you the most Pete's coffee coffee for coffee people find Pete's online or at your local retailer
1: hi I'm David and I'm Liz Hey Liz, are you schmat! I'm pretty schmat. Are you schmatt? Not as schmat as I'm gonna be after I listen to an episode of Learn a Little.
2: Learn a Little? That's a stupid podcast for smart people.
1: It sure is. Every episode, Liz and I each take a random Wikipedia article and teach the other person about it.
2: We could be learning about anything from the politics of West African islands to Olympic gold medalists from New Jersey.
1: Then we quiz each other to see who wins each episode and who gets to wear the crown of schmat. So far, I have not yet won.
2: So come laugh along and learn a little with new episodes every other Friday.
1: Hosted by Dimly Wit and Background Joys, it's available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Learn a little, a stupid podcast for schmat people.
1: <laughs> schmat. <laughs> From 20th Century Studios and New Regency, the creator, only in theater September 29th.
0: Like it or not, humankind will end. We should never
3: have let AI out of the
1: box. From the director of Rogue One.
0: Did you
1: locate the weapon? This can't be right. She's just a kid. My
0: name is Alfie. You're my friend?
1: She dies with the rest of them. I can't do that. The Creator. experienced the movie event only in theaters September 29th. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Get tickets now.
2: So I would love to hear kind of how you came up with your branding and outreach strategy. It was really spot on. I feel like I'm de- we are yeah. definitely your target customers. I saw that Instagram ad. I saw that power tee. I was like, wait, I was scrolling. Wait, I was like, wait, what is that? Excuse me? Bought it immediately. Then I looked you guys up. I saw that cool workout video on your website. And then I see that you're hitting all the good Montauk spots. You're at my favorite places. I mean, you're at Gurney's, you're at the Surf Lodge, you're partnering with Kin. I'm drinking one right now. It's just like, I feel like your target customer, and you just, you have her, you have her in mind. And how did you do it? How did you, you just tell us how you did it.
3: Uh, I think the concept was very clear from the beginning. It never really changed, Um, meaning that uh, creating a happy inclusive accepting place uh, without losing um, as we said that big reality of what life is that we actually before naming weekend nation weekend nation we had this sort of interim name which was where for living and we wanted to basically create clothes that people can live um a, a big life and when i mean big i'm not talking about doing unbelievable things and uh, you know uh, but more rather happy, happy, do, full, fulfilling, do stuff that makes you feel great in your skin. That's ultimately what it has always been. And the visuals, uh, I'm a big fan of bold, uh, loud, unapologetic colors and and shapes. And I remember we, we hired this branding agency that Fong is close with the founders and they presented a bunch of things and um, I hate green and blue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The true story. Fong's like, Yes, I'm aware. I I know. I tell (laughs) you
3: in my styling, I never, ever, ever. And I see this and I'm like, Oh my God, I like it. Like there is something about it. Then they added the coral, which which kind of brought the femininity. But again, the colors represent a little bit of that. neutral or you know the blue and the green it wasn't about being so feminine or being too masculine i feel like we want to find a balance that can represent human beings uh, i know we're focusing on women right now because that's what we're capable of producing as we speak but of course we want to grow it kids animals men you know all things. i like that order <laughs> so yeah no it was it, it was just like again you want to create that energy through that those visuals so very early on this came about it wasn't like oh let's put it out there and give these amazing people rook uh they're amazing you know the, the opportunity we were very kind of literal and then they took it and created this amazing watermark and the the, the fawn I, mean, I i fell in love with it immediately
0: i think one of the things that we've tried to keep in mind while we're building the community and building the brand and the visuals like we Don't want to be too too much of like one thing, but we'd still like we want to be able to I think, you know, there's no it's not just for millennials. It's not just for Gen Z. It's not just for people in New York. It's not just, you know, for the coastal, like coastal people, for people in St. Louis or, you know, I think that you want to be kind of really democratic because I feel like it's our brand is something that a lot of people can relate to um, and do relate to then you also just don't want to be like hey we're for everyone like we're like then then you have no boundaries then you have no brand right it's just like nothing so I think it's like balancing um this kind of inclusive like community building thing that like a lot of people relate to but then also having a stake in the ground so which is you know when you're Sophia's talking about the blue and the green like you wanted to keep it you know gender neutral um, but it's not just gray right like it's gender neutral but it's still I think it's like democratic but still has like a, a, a we're putting a stake in the ground like we're bold we're colorful you know like we're about comfort we're about fashion meets comfort and so it's I think juggling those two things I mean a lot of times like we even ask ourselves like okay well you know is is a mom gonna like this is a you know a 22 year old gonna like this and what kind and so I think that like um, balancing those two have, have been like a big challenge for us but I think it's a big part of our brand
1: and I think you guys have nailed it i mean it's it's such a an accessible uh brand and it, it again it, it's any anyone any walk of life can can see it and relate to it and find something that goes yeah that feels like me and that feels comfortable and i, I want to wear that yeah. and
2: a lot right. of people say oh you can dress this up or down i feel like people just saw that out there but with you guys it really is true i have worn this yeah. power tee out at night with like faux leather pants tucked in i've worn it to a baby shower with a high waisted skirt, like it. It really it like when they say you can dress it up or down. It it really is a real
1: thing. Yes, and I so I went to a lake house last weekend and I brought the pajama set with me. And I even I feel weird even calling it like the, the the pajama set because I like it's all the PJ set because I, yeah. like, I did wear it as pajamas, but then I also like wore it out to a barbecue and then like th- two weeks earlier I wore it out to a fancy dinner with like a fun little like wrapped. I mean you can just do anything with. These pieces and it's so they're so functional and I think Alex and I talk about this a lot on the podcast is like what what can make the modern woman thrive and and make their lives easier and it's these pieces because it's like great I know I've got something that's going to wash well it's going to wear well it's going to look great I'm going to feel good and it's easy and comfortable. Okay, you're hired. Let's... I love. Yeah. That. Yeah, great. Awesome. You're getting that. That's amazing. <laughs> yes, you're just nailing it. Can you? To, I mean, because obviously you guys have started this business, you're mothers, you're working 70 to 80 hours a week. I mean, you've got grueling schedules. You're starting this business in New York City, one of the toughest cities in the world. Can you walk us through a day in your life? What time are you waking up? What time are you going to bed? What are you eating? And really like- Walk us through I your day. I'm interested
2: in this question. Tina and I don't have kids yet. So I, like, we feel like we're busy and I'm constantly like, how are you guys, like, I, how are you guys structuring your day, fitting in way more things than we're fitting
3: they- this <laughs> is what, I'm- yeah. You ever been in love, Alex?
2: Yeah, yes. You make
3: time for that lover?
2: Yes. Same all day long? Same. That's what you guys
3: do. It's like, it's not part of a schedule, right? Fong? Right. You're just so madly in love in a way that it never ends. And anything they do, the more they abuse you, you're like, yes. (laughs) And it's that that part is not even meant. Like, I couldn't, right? We can't even describe it. It's just like, you are on. chemical imbalance of obsession all day long. Therefore it's, that's the last thing you worry about. Even if Fong's daughter broke her arm two days ago and it doesn't end, it doesn't end, but you're like, it's your, that doesn't, that's not part of the schedule. I'll start with my day um, and Fong. I am a very, very, I'm a creature of habit. So I'm sober 13 years, which is something to me, I never feel off. So that's something that greatly helps me be able to do what I do. If I was getting drunk, there's no chance in hell I would be able to do one percent of what I do. Okay. So that's one aspect that I like to bring up because it's a big one, right? So um, I wake up uh, usually early. So lately, I've been waking up at 5 a.m. to get to the gym. Um, It's my sense. It's my medicine. And it's not so much for because uh, I like abs, you know, whatever. I I don't I don't think about that when I go. It's it's my medicine to keep me stable and happy and be able to then show up calmly and mindfully and in a present way for everything that's about to go wrong, right? I say this sweetly because it's it's a series of obstacles and celebrations that you know i think one needs to be present i eat uh, very very healthy i when the summer i went through this phase where i was eating shit, and it affected my mood i was angry edgy i'm very sensitive so for me because i'm very creative and f- again highly sensitive human i have to be very 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 habitual and like boring i don't you know i'm not i don't like to, to get away from my schedule so I'm a creature of habit and I'm really strict about it. So it's like, from what I eat, I'm mostly vegan, I'm clean, again, I don't drink. Um, and then it's just about, and, and, and I, I work all day, I mean, that's it. Like, and then when I'm not, I'm with my kids. So my life, it's like, if someone's gonna look at that, there's zero glamor. And <laughs> I wouldn't be more lame if I tried like
2: oh my god i think this is so helpful for people to hear though because if you take a look at that instagram i mean you're gorgeous you're creative you've had all these cool credits you had it looks super glam. And it's so helpful to hear yeah. that like, no, I take care of myself. All day long. I have a lot of discipline. I work a lot of hours and then I spend time with my kids and it takes a lot of time and discipline to create the life that you have.
3: I want that, right? It's almost like- Exactly. People ask me why I wake up at five? Well, because I have to go to work. I have to take the kids to school at seven and then I got to go to work, right? And Work means the world, it's my, my third baby, you know? So it's, it's like I've made that decision, and I think for people out there, you know, being in love with what they do, you know, it's going to take the sacrifices to be able to get your best self in that moment, at that spot, doing what you need to be doing, right? For Phong, for example, it's different.
0: I mean, she's much more normal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay,
0: so what's the juxtaposition? <laughs> In, in in my life i'm not as disciplined um as, as sophia i feel like you know it's it, it's a constant battle to juggle all of this right like it's i mean i feel like you're always feeling bad like i always am i spending like i go into spurts where like i spend a lot of time with my kids and then i do a lot of work and then i spend a lot of time with, like and like when you're doing one thing you're always feeling bad about like not doing that other thing right, right. um and so, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, I used to be a, a big planner. Like I planned every single, if I was going out to dinner next week, I'd be like w- looking at the menu right now, deciding what I want to do. Um, I just had to get let, let go of that, you know, ever since this happened. It's like, I don't know what my kids are doing next week. I'm like the day of I'm signing them up for camp. You know, like yes, right. <laughs> um, You just have to figure out, okay, like the store, you know, we, three days ago, we weren't sure if we were, even going to get the lease. And then all of a sudden we sign the lease and two days later, you know, like we're opening the store. So it's like really being um, able to, and hopefully it won't always be like this. I feel like now we're, you know, because we're building the business, we're jumping on opportunities as they, as they come. Um, And so I think this this like, you know, process of building the business. You're also trying to figure out like how the rest of your life fits in. And I haven't really quite done that yet. You know, it's like my kid, I mean, I, I think it's, I think one day my kids will look back on this and be like, Oh yeah, that was cool. Like mom, you know, like we got to watch mom build this thing, but then hopefully they will remember like, remember that one time when mom didn't come home for like three days. You know? <laughs>
2: no, I, I know so my like a mom worked. Battle constantly and she worked in production she's a producer she's a stylist and now she has her own makeup line and she was always working and I was never like the first kid picked up from whatever but I look back and then she's still working now and I'm so proud just like I mean just like you guys I think that they'll remember I think they'll remember how cool it was oh they love I really it. do she
1: like, like they were making lemonade
3: outside this they love it
2: exactly like it's like it's awesome.
3: it, mom owns a clothing line and it's weekend nation. Cool. It's like love weekend nation no thanks nico but it's like no they i agree i tell fong all the time that she has more guilt than i do because i grew up with you know i think my mom her mom was involving her in in sort of the growth of the business which i think is beautiful mine was a star traveling so like i had this serious separation thing and now i'm like oh God, I, God bless you. You're amazing. You know, but it took a minute, but meaning that like, I've accepted this. I don't feel as, you know, but to her point, like I, like you invite me to dinner. I won't come because that means taking my dinner from my children who have not seen me all day. Right. They're cool. But you know what I mean? I feel like there's these things where you just like, yeah. And then I'm boring and I'm like, I'm gonna, you know, eat shitty food and chill with the kids and like, they're great and all, but like, I mean, how fun it is to hang out with our girlfriends, but no, it's like, so it's those decisions that you gotta kind of make and something always lacks a little bit, right? Because what's the ultimate goal? (laughs) We can nation.
1: Do you have, do either of you or both of you have I mean, this term is so like used often, but self care routines are something that you do do for yourself that relaxes you or that you take time for yourself? Or, or is the is the work the thing that just feeds you
0: always? Um, I mean, I think I probably should be doing more self care for sure. Um, like, I think I should be better at it. But I do, you know, I love cooking. So I try to cook for my family, like almost every night. And that like, really relaxes me. Like I love, kind of like last meeting's over. I start like cooking for the, I cook two meals a night because (laughs) of course my my kids won't eat what I eat. So then, you know, I start (laughs) that whole process that, that really is relaxing for me. And then, um, you know, I probably need to exercise more, but I do play tennis whenever I can. And that is a thing that really kind of, you know, I'm seeing myself get better at it as as I've been doing it more regularly. And so I think that's something that calms me and makes me feel better about myself. But I think overall, like I probably should be doing more.
2: And without having traditional business hours, which Tina and I know this very well, is there anything that you do to kind of manage? Like, is there a certain time you put your phone down? You're like, okay, I'm putting my phone on the other way with my kids. Are there any little tips and tricks or or do you do... I'm going to wait for 10 minutes before I look at my phone when I wake up. Or do you have any boundaries in that sort of way?
0: I mean, I think like Sophia and I both know, like, you know, we're constantly talking like all day long, but I think between the hours of like six and nine, like, you know, like we don't really talk because I, that's when I'm with, with my kids and then I put them to sleep and I want to be there with them. Um, and then after that, it's like, you know, constant barrage, but if that's definitely sure. something like one boundary that, that, you know, that we kind of not, it's not even that like, you know, don't, don't text me between six and nine. It's just something that like we naturally do. It naturally happens. Yeah. Uh, For
3: me, it's more like my thing is working out. Um, Again, the 5 a.m. wake up. I used to work out a lot more than when COVID hit. And I actually worked out during COVID. I'm lying. It's when Weekend Nation started. I stopped, which really affected my well-being 100%. Again, what I said before, the sensitivity. So for me, the well-being part, the wellness, is is the workout. Um, I work out once or twice a day within two hours of waking up uh meaning something very different one is obviously low impact or not but it's because i i I don't want to take meds (laughs) like you know i don't want to be i i i i don't want to i want to do it the natural way because it's very i'm very i have a lot of anxiety i feel like that's why i used to drink like a lot of like high i no longer have it when i when i it just goes away it's just like i have this rule of i wake up no matter what and i'll do that and then everything seems to feel manageable being for me is that uh, and when i tend to relax I, i don't meditate i used to try but just doesn't it hasn't worked for me um journal and again the part of shutting off um what i've learned is because i'm a very um you know i i react very easily it's like i have this idea, I'm gonna do it. I, I realized Um, that it gets lost unless there's intention to something and you kind of take a minute to really understand what it is that you want the team to understand, whether it's something that you don't like or a new idea that you want to put out there. I think it's been a boundary of mine that I've recently started kind of creating where it's like getting angry about something that is not in your head is is really a no-go. It's never going to work, right? You're never going to be able to get that. So it's almost like learning to actually understand my own ideas and, and kind of calendarize them in a way where you present it to the team, you know, and then you 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 then create together is another form of of taking care of not only myself but like being part of this business because we're so in it, right? So it's part of life. Uh yeah, versus like texting something that just came. It's like all this the chatter, you know, you don't need to constantly share that part. There is I feel like we're forming that boundary within our very new company here where it becomes Uh, stable right I'm not saying that whatever you say is it but I'm saying that like there is just more of an intention in everything that we do and how we do it and why we share it and what we expect out of it
2: I'm that just really I just learned a lot from that I can be very reactive immediately especially where something if I don't like something it's like no 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 no. like I just need to like I feel like I need to get it out Tina knows this but um that was (laughs) yeah that was Very interesting. Um, Okay, can you tell us what are your dreams for Weekend Nation? What's next? What are your ultimate dreams for where the business is going, the brand?
0: I mean, I think that, um, you know, I love like what you guys have been able to tell us about our brand like what you guys have seen like how you guys interpret it and like it just feels exactly like the way that we wanted people to feel about it and I think at this point just not enough people know about us or have experienced it so like for me it's really just about getting people to really understand our brand be excited about it like in the way that you guys and kind of like the you know, a a lot of the people that we've like personally talked to have, but it's really kind of like building that community and making it something that like people, you know, when they, when they see us, they know exactly what, what we're about. Um, you know, that, that, you know, because we're only five months old, um, that hasn't happened yet. And so that's why we're out there with the physical location to introduce people to the brand. We're out there in social media, we're out there, you know, on emails and on digital, just to make sure that, that we're getting that message out there and getting it to um you know as as
3: many people as we can yeah definitely i agree with fong i think it's about our brand really again focuses on the experience and the individuality so what i mean by that is we feel very responsible for every person that walks through the door or clicks on that website for them to get a sense of joy and um a sense of excitement so Yeah, the ultimate goal is for that to just spread, right? We just want people to feel really good in their skin, period. It's like we're not trying to tell you how to do it and we're not kind of setting this ideal uh, of, you know, this is what the brand is meant to be, you know, look like and what it's, you know, uh, how you should wear it. It's more like we're so kind of interested in creating pieces that have details that make your life easier that make you feel sexy strong good but then we want to give you the power so it's like empowering women in a way that is not like that message of again the power is that very subtle confident quiet secure place of i feel good in my skin to then go do whatever it is. Maybe it's hide in my room for a week, right? <laughs> We're not trying to tell you to like, go out and become a CEO tomorrow, right? It's like, just feel good, like accept it, feel good. and. Everything that we can put out there and we want to show all of the people and and that's what we love about, um, you know, the Weekend Nationers. It's like because it's not about what we say, it's how we see that others are saying it through the clothes. And that's the most exciting thing. It's just like that's the part that we want to see grow and grow and grow because like people should feel good in their skin regardless.
2: Yes. It definitely will grow and we just cannot wait to see it and you guys are killing it. Um, Before we let you go, we want to just ask a few little fun questions. Do you guys have a favorite travel destination? What's your favorite place to go for a trip, your dream trip? uh greece yeah i was gonna say vietnam
0: (laughs) i Uh, I I love that going home yeah going home i mean my 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 husband and i have our 10th wedding anniversary in 2023 and we're gonna do a big party there
2: oh my gosh that's so amazing i am dying to go to greece i've never been my mother spent a few years ago two weeks in vietnam and fell in love with it like oh my
1: gosh okay so what is one beauty product that you just cannot live without it's your desert island this is what I've always got in my bag.
3: Uh, Say Beauty, um, the, uh, the the sun visor, I think. Sun
1: visor. I j- literally just bought that.
2: I just bought it. I'm so excited. all day long. Ah, Divine. Uh,
0: my new face. The- my new face roller.
2: I'm dying for oh. one of those. Oh my, my gosh. Day. People love them. I-,
0: I was gone for two weeks. I didn't bring it because, I mean, who wants to bring this big thing? And I, like, uh, looked horrible. And then I came home and used it a couple of times. And I'm... <laughs> totally feel better now.
2: I'm sure there's no way you looked over I love that. I love that. <laughs> like I'm never leaving really home again without it. Okay, who is a the woman that inspires each of you the most?
3: My mom. Mm. She's awesome. Sophia's mom. No,
0: <laughs> no <my laughs> Sophia's mom.
3: mom. <laughs> my mom and Fong love each other.
0: So. <laughs> I, mean, I think love both that. our moms are very strong women, right? And I think for me, I, you know, she she's you know, not the most maternal mom. I mean, I think I've, I've met a lot of more maternal moms, but I think that she's been one of the people who kind of inspired me to be who I am today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, where can we where can we find you? Where can we find you online, social media, in person? We've 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 talked about signing a new lease. Can you tell us where we can find you and where we can yeah shop so, weekend nation?
0: Uw dot Weekendnation.com, W-K-N-D-N-A-T-I-O-N.com, and then we're also on Instagram at Weekend Nation. And then we are about to open our new store in Soho at 99 Spring Street in New York City. Super excited! Um, you know that will be opened uh, from base, like this Friday or Saturday. Still trying to figure it out until the end oh of the year. God.
1: That so, is so exciting! Congratulations! That is so to so exciting, you guys. Yeah, yeah, we'll
2: definitely stop by. Thank you so much for spending an hour with us. This was so amazing. We're so honored to be able to talk to you. We've been huge fans for yes. so long. Thank Sir. you so much for being here. We
0: love hearing that. Thank you so much. Yeah, they, we love meeting you. and I love this, this chat and getting to know you guys too. Okay, thank you. Thanks so much. Come um, us, okay?
2: We will. <laughs> okay, you guys. Thank you so much.
1: Don't forget to follow, rate, and review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And for more content, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube,
2: Patreon, and give us a follow at Obsessed with the Best Pod on Instagram and TikTok.